Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Radio Free Professional Wrestling. Is I your favorite American, the stunning one, Sean? And I'm going to join with my co-host, the gentleman from the Windy Cities, and the leader of Team USA's fan club as we go into the World Cup. He is Jake Allenard. Jake, how you doing? Bonjour! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me, Sean. And uh, for you guys, I uh, hope uh, highs that's uh, coming off and uh, hopefully um enjoyed our world cup preview show uh, that we released earlier uh in the week uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a crazy week uh, uh because there's gonna be a lot of stuff uh this weekend uh with aw full gear and the world cup uh the day after exactly Jake. if you haven't yet go over to apple podcast spotify and download rpw world sports is i jake and david in part one, it's me and David. We cover more of a European-based look at the World Cup. And part two is me and Jake, along with Boris from BAM Sports. And we focus on the U.S. and Canada as we try to figure out who in the world is going to win the World Cup 2022. Okay, Jake, let's have one news story here before we get into our preview of Full Gear. There just has been one gentleman missing from the build-up to AEW Full Gear, and that was one MJF. He was taken out by his former associates, the the firm, and we haven't seen him on TV. Well, I saw him in a promo package last week where he was talking about the build-up to his moment in, to make history to become the new AEW World Champion. And it's, they seem to be teasing this still, this babyface turn for MJF. Are we heading towards that? And what do you think about MJF being in the Iron Claw movie, the movie about the Von Erichs? So let's give a little context here. So... Uh, as you see here, this is the exclusive report from Deadline. Uh, Max Friedman, Friedman has joined the cast of The Iron Claw, uh, which will be produced by A24. And, uh, you know, the Iron, and obviously uh, the movie follows the rise and fall of the Von Erich family. Uh, and while Friedman's role uh, will be his first in the feature, um, still um, no further details have been disclosed. But uh, I'm really, uh, he would make it, he would be uh, one of the, a, a very great uh, Lance von Eric, uh, and uh, this is this will be pretty interesting to watch. Interesting to watch, and um, yeah, so we haven't seen uh, Max in the past couple weeks on Dynamite. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to appear uh, on this week's Dynamite um, to potentially, you know, um, put that uh, uh, continue his feud with Moxley, and uh, what he will do uh, as far as the uh, as far as the firm is concerned. Uh, this week now for you longtime listeners of ready free professional wrestling about a year and a half ago we had Vinny Berry on our podcast to do an interview about a book he wrote about Lance Von Eric it's Lance by Chance and I will link that show into our show notes and it's kind of interesting to see that this movie is going to have Lance in being prepared in this movie because he was basically a side character for just a little bit in the history of the Von Erics but yeah uh it, 
uh, yeah, with the with the Von Erics, the movie also features uh, Zach Efron, uh, Harris Dickinson, uh, Jeremy Allen White, and Holt Mc, uh, um as part of the cast. And uh, I've been looking at some of the pictures on Twitter, uh, and it looks it it looks pretty cool. Uh, and with so I'm and look the, the thing is that A24 has been producing some really interesting um, movies uh, in itself with some bio, and with some personal biopics as well. So it's going to be very it's going to be uh, very interesting and I'm curious to see uh, when, when the release date is too. Exactly. Now I want to say the Von Ehrens are about as close as a family we have in the United States to the Hart family in Canada. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, they're definitely they're. Pr- Pretty much uh, the first family of professional wrestling, uh, as le- at least in the southern United States, uh, with world-class championship wrestling. And you see how many sold-out crowds that they've had uh, back in the early 80s. Uh, as you know, we, um, there was a, a great feud uh, for the NWA World Championship uh, between Ric Flair and Kerry Von Erich. Uh, and, I mean, look, you know, it, it's interesting to watch back uh those matches and uh, see how hyped and how hectic those crowds were and how passionate they were uh, back in the day, especially in those Texas stadiums. They were selling out a lot of stadiums in uh, back in the day in, in the Texas region. So it's, yeah, it'll be pretty interesting how it, uh, it will be portrayed specifically in this movie. Exactly. I can't wait for this movie to come out because I feel like it's going to be one that we can really sink our teeth into. And of course we'll probably review it here on Ray Professor Wrestling. Jake, let's go ahead and get to our preview of Full Gear. And where do you want to start with our rundown of Full Gear? Let's go. Um, so I'm just looking here at the card. Let's go from the bottom up. So let's start with Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So where do you see this uh, this uh, f- uh, this match going? Because um, it's been we've been seeing a couple of a um, uh, few of the dynamites over the past weeks. Uh, so uh, you know Christian obviously still uh, in the outs so, uh, with his injury. Uh, but still been cutting some, you know, some fantastic promos. And, uh, you know, with uh, Jungle Boy, he's been trying to bite that back and uh, been having some um, decent performances over the past uh, few weeks. Um, where do you see this going, first of all? Okay, so this is going to be a steel cage match between Lucasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. This feud has been going up and down a lot. I feel like Jungle Boy has been coming out on the short end of the stick a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't see him being able to afford another loss in this feud, especially since we're going to a cage match. If this is not the end of this feud, I don't know what you can do to salvage Jungle Boy after this. I agree with you. Uh, because, you know, Jungle Boy, it, it feels like, you know, the, I think Luchasaurus has more of the positive end as far as his feud goes uh, for over the past month. And yeah, with, with Jungle Boy, I, I don't see a lot of advantages for him. I didn't see a lot of advantages for him uh, going into this uh, in the first place. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I really want to see uh, Jungle Boy win, uh, win this match and just move on uh, completely from this. Uh, if not, then he's he's just going to be he's he's just going to continue to tread some water, like still like in, in, in the mid card. So I just want I just want to see him um, face like other opponents and uh, see what he can do to rise up on the card. Exactly. I feel like this was one of AEW's best early tag teams, and they broke them up too soon because you got two people and they don't know what else to do with them, so we'll have them fight each other. Now they're fighting each other, and it's a never-ending battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so next up here, we got Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal 
uh, versus Sting and Darby Allen. So we talked a little bit uh, last week about the uh, the idea of Jeff Jarrett coming to AEW and how he felt about it. And do you think it was the right it's do you think it was the right spot for him uh, to even be on the air in in AEW TV? And you know I've had my gripes with it and had my concerns about it too. Uh, but uh, this could be a this could still be a very interesting match. Uh, what say you? Okay, so we've seen Jeff Jarrett for about two weeks on AEW TV, basically doing the same kind of character where he comes out and basically runs down AEW. And it gives me the vibes of he's trying to invade with Jay Lethal. And I'm going like, there's not enough of them to invade with. Now, I feel like this is going to be a good match because I like all four talents in the ring here. But hopefully this is a first and only time we see Jeff Jarrett in the ring for AEW. Because like we said last week, I feel like we want him to be more backstage and hands-on backstage. Mm, yeah, just main backstage. And he can definitely help out as far as like the business side of things and uh and uh, occasionally the creative side of things um yeah uh you know sting and darby allen uh they are what they are uh right now i really want to see uh sting and darby allen uh, get the win here uh to be honest with you here's a question for you i just forgot thinking about do you ever want to see sting and darby allen feud against each other do you feel like eventually this has a breakup and we get to see a heel darby allen to be honest with you I, i i do i don't think so uh, this may be a case of like potentially if Darby Allen is going to separate uh, with Sting eventually. I think it's going to be you know one of those things where they're just going to quietly break up. Uh, in my opinion, not a lot of fanfare. Yeah, I can see that too, and I probably would prefer them to go in their separate ways and not having to have that quote unquote feud when you fight. Yeah, your yeah, that really makes sense. And I feel like they have run this course with Sting and Darby Allen. I don't know what's left for them as a tag team except for putting the world tag team titles onto them. Do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be a potential. That could, that could be a, a potential potential idea. Um, you know, as of right now, you know, the, um, the tag team titles. Uh, we don't know where um, uh, they they remain on. Uh, they remain on the acclaimed. I just I, I don't want to take that away from them uh, uh, right now, but maybe potentially um, in the future, uh, in, the, in the near future, uh, that could be a possibility. Uh, the thing about Jeff Jarrett, though, I'm kind of surprised that uh, he didn't bring in his. Uh, his global force uh, wrestling trademarks uh, part to be a, to be a part of this. Like he's not wearing like a GFW logo on 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 any of his shirts, so <laughs> which is which is pretty funny. But you know what, Jeff Jarrett has had one hit in 2022 because he's literally worked for every major company in North America inside the same year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still hasn't uh, finished his uh, feud with Effie, <laughs> so I really I really want to see that uh, culminate. To be honest with you, maybe Effie can come to AEW. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. You know, about two months ago, I was really looking forward to this match. How do you feel about it now? Um, This is pretty interesting. Uh, we've seen last week about Soraya announcing that uh, she was finally cleared from her injury. Um, but I, I, I got to say, the back and forth between her and Britt Baker uh, was pretty tremendous. Uh, <laughs> they they uh, both, uh, both of them really... Uh, bounced off each other really good um and to be honest with you it really it really at first initially i didn't i wasn't really um onto this match emotionally wise and as far as storytelling but after last week i'm pretty much interested in how this will uh, this will go and um yeah this 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 my excitement for this uh increased uh significantly so i would love to see what's uh what Soraya can do and uh, how much she can do, and uh, maybe this should, this could be her first 
victory uh, in a professional wrestling ring uh, in a while. Okay, so I'm going to say that Dr. Britt Baker is going to win this match, and we're heading to a series of matches with her and Soraya. Now, their interaction last week on AEW TV was what I wanted the very first week to be, but we spent like another three weeks to get to this point, but I'm kind of happy we got to this point now. And I feel like these two ladies are going to really go balls to the wall here and put on a good match. I'm looking forward to it. I can't say it about the next match, um, Jake, because it's Jay Cardio versus Nata Rose for the TBS title. Oh, uh, we can skip that trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't expect this to be a, a long match anyway. Um, I, 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 if, I'll be shocked if it goes, if it exceeds beyond like three minutes, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, Nyla Rose, uh, she's okay, but I don't, I don't see her uh, getting the TBS championship. Um, I, I expect uh, Jade Cargill to squash uh, not, uh, Nyla Rose. Um, and I got to say, like Nyla Rose is stable. Uh, the, the people that they've, that she's been accompanying with, uh, it's really excruci- excruciating, excruciating to see uh, some of their, some of their stuff uh, recently uh, with, you know, with Vicky Guerrero. Uh, who's just, you know, in my opinion, she's been useless, <laughs> uh, you know, with, with, uh, recently, uh, with some terrible promos along with Marina Shafir. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of advantages for Nyla Rose anyway. I really feel like this feud has taken Jay Cardiel down like a peg or two because for one, she had her title stolen from her and she's been trying to find this title for like the last month. How the hell has this been t- taking them up to get your title back? And you're still the champion. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't get it. And the fact here that both of these ladies are technically heels. This is a heel v heel match. And if you're trying to babyface Jerry Cardell, her trying to get the title back from somebody who stole it and not being successful is not a way to turn her babyface. Mm-hmm. Not and yeah, the booking of this uh, this program has been very confusing. And like, if if you're trying to turn Jay Cargill babyface. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, this is not the way to do it. Okay, let's go into something a little bit more that we are looking forward to. It's a four-way match for the Ring of Honor World title, or so I call it the Jericho World title, as we have Chris Jericho versus Brian Dallas. The Ring of the Ring of the Ring of Jericho World title, yeah. As we have Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio Casanelli versus Sammy Guevara, and a fatal four-way match. Jake, who are you taking here? Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I think Chris Jericho is going to retain, uh, big, I, I could see, I could to be, uh, I could see, I could pretty much see Chris Jericho holding on to the title for a while. Um, and, until, you know, at least maybe ring of honor potentially has a media, a media deal, some sort of media deal. Uh, so I don't see, I don't see, uh, anything different, uh, in this match, to be honest with you. Okay, so I'm looking at the four people we just talked about in this match. Is Sammy Guevara in here just to take a pan, or is he in here just to start a hint of, oh, hey, me and Chris Jericho are not going to get along? Mm, that could that could be an interesting um, um, situation there. Um, see if I could see if an instance where Sammy Guevara could be, uh, can begin to uh, annoy Chris Jericho, uh, and. Uh, uh, he, as you know, like you know, uh, um, he could definitely rub him the wrong way, uh, wrong way potentially. So uh, we'll we'll just see where the story goes. Honestly, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, you know, if they had Daniel Garcia in here instead of Sammy Guevara, 
I think it'd be a more entertaining match, and you could go with a story of, you know what, here's Daniel Garcia and Chris Jericho. They're trying to keep the title away from the Blackpool Combat Club, and maybe just maybe Daniel Garcia cost Chris Jericho the title, and he tossed it onto Brian Danielson for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of a little uh, bummed that uh, Danny Garcia that Daniel Garcia is not in this match. Uh, that could potentially lead to some ramifications. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 I don't think this is going to be a bad match uh, at all. So probably around like ten to fifteen minutes uh, to see how all four of these guys will go. Okay, Jake, let's move up to the AEW. Should we still talk, call it the Interwomen's Championship? It's Tony Storm versus Jimmy Hayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still calling it the Interim. Uh, women's world championship i i really want to see jamie hater get her own shine uh this time but still you know tony storm she's been she's been delivering some delivering some expectations uh uh on on, on dynamite recently so but uh you know what i'm gonna go curveball here um i could see jamie hater uh winning this match and gaining this championship well you know jake the fan base has been wanting jamie hater to go after this title and have this title for a while now. So if we don't do it now, when do we do this Jamie Hager push? Mm-hmm, exactly. If it's not going to be now, then when? Eventually, if you don't if you don't push the train now, it's going to be too late, and then the fans uh, will will stop caring. So if it were me, I would do it now. So you know, think about this card here. If you have Britt Baker versus Soraya earlier on in the night, and Britt Baker loses, and Jamie Hager has her match later in the night, and she wins, you can start building that tension between that camp. And see if that camp will ever break up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, Jake, we're moving up to possibly the AEW World Championship Elimination Tournament Final. Now, at the time of recording, we're recording before the final dynamite going into full gear. So right now, we have four gentlemen that could possibly be in this match. Because so I'm going to go ahead and toss out Lance Archer. I'm pretty sure Ricky Starr's going to beat Lance Archer this evening on dynamite. So let's say we have a pick between. Ethan Page, Bambino, Cage, and Ricky Stark. Who would be in this match in the final, and who wins? Ooh, um, Ethan Page or Bandito. I really want to see. I really want to see Ethan Page versus Ricky Starks. How this would go, and you, just looking at the bracket. Oh, just looking at the bracket right here. Yeah, I mean, we got the the tapings this week. Uh, we got Ethan Page versus Bandito, uh, and then we haven't seen uh, Ricky Starks and Lance Archer yet. We know that Brian Cage. Uh, is has made it to the next round but yeah i really want to see ethan page versus ricky starks and ricky starks finally get his shine uh because like uh, as we talked about you know last time uh, uh the, with the last match with jb hater you gotta take advantage of of this uh great town in ricky starks if you don't do it now then when so yeah that's where that's where i'm gonna go with Exactly, especially with um, Ricky Starks because he had that feud, brief feud with Powerhouse Hobbs, and that ended quickly. And he's kind of been just hanging out, doing nothing after that. And I feel like he's probably more down the road on the how late we can push him because if we don't push him now, will you see him back on like AEW Dark and Elevation? Oh, or yeah, even even you know, even sticking on Rampage. I mean, I really look Ricky Starks. He deserves to be on the A Show on Dynamite. Uh, cutting some great promos and having some great opponents for matches and and to to not take advantage of this would be a huge disservice uh to the fans in my opinion exactly i mean he could be valley world for the tnt title and making that title elevated again mm, yeah it definitely and hey, look you get the possibility of maybe mjf versus ricky starks i mean Eric's uh for the world title 
uh, if that's going to be if that's going to be a uh, a solution there, I mean those two can definitely bring bring their A game would definitely bring their A game uh, to the product and would I believe would deliver some fantastic promos too. Yeah, I feel like that would be a proper main event for Renner is coming here in December for AEW. Sure. Now let's move on to a match where we've seen this is the third and hopefully final battle between the Acclaim and Swerving Argori. I mean, I like all four gentlemen. They're two good tag teams, but we just had the tag team title switch a month ago. I really feel like they better not take it off the Acclaim or you're cutting them out like by their knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I do see a lot. I do, unfortunately, do see some smoke and mirrors in this match. You can see the ass boys getting involved and uh, maybe FTR uh, coming back to, uh, you know, coming back down the ramp to attack the, uh, the ass boys, uh, you know, with the gun club, <laughs> uh, the gun club, excuse me, um, because uh, they could potentially be involved and try to interfere with the match. But yeah, I mean, I don't want the acclaimed, like you said, I don't want the acclaimed to uh, get that ball that's already been rolling and be taken away from them. So, I, but I do expect, I, I do think it's going to be a, a very, uh, one of the, ma- one of the big matches of the night. Uh, and I do expect us to maybe have some significant time on this because, you know, all four are talented, as you said. And, uh, but yeah, I do see the acclaimed uh, retaining the AEW World Tag Team Championships at the end. I can see him retaining these titles. I can also see this being like a smallest fest and having a no contest here. And we go to Winter is Coming and we have a triple threat with FTR, Swerving Your Glory, and he claimed for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And that's the time when you throw them to FTR and it doesn't hurt the acclaim. Mm-hmm. That be, that could be a great rub, rub for them too. So And and the, and the opportunity for FTR versus the acclaimed, uh, that could be one hell of a match right there. Maybe putting Winter is Coming Maybe putting me may even um uh keep it off till a revolution uh, next year. So yeah, that's how I feel about it, Jake. I feel like FTR versus the Acclaim should be a match in 2023, and them not losing the titles at Winter to Acclaim, mm-hmm. having Swerve Me Glory take the pin. They have a real beef with FTR. We're going like, you guys won the titles, but you didn't beat the champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, Jake, we're up to the main event and probably the most anticipated main event in AEW this year is going to be MJF versus John Moxley for the AEW World title. This is in Newark, New Jersey, so I'm pretty sure Moxley is going to be heading into the Lions Den and he's going to be booed out of the building. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh it's it's in the New York City metropolitan area. Uh that's MJF's uh region right there, his territory. Uh, and I, yeah, I expect Moxley uh, not to have like I would be. You know what? I could see a, a little bit of a mixed reaction for Moxley, uh, I, because he did uh, he did for Chicago at All Out. Uh, like you know, there was it was pretty much fifty fifty uh, for Mox and Punk. So um, yeah, to be honest, I don't think it's going to be a very overwhelming negative reaction, but I do see a lot of a lot of support for MJF uh, from the crowd. Um, this could this could have the potential to become maybe one of the best matches of the year. Uh, because you know the thing about MJF is that we always talk about his promo, his promo abilities, his delivery on the mic. But you know, in the ring, uh, he's to be honest, he's pretty underrated. Uh, because and he has great, um, great mechanical skills in the ring, and he's been having some great matches, especially with Darby Allen and obviously with CM Punk. Um, he can bring that emotion into the ring, and w- as far as telling a story and um. Being focused on, you know, technical capability, uh, he can he can definitely he can deliver on that. So 
I could definitely see this main event having enough time for uh, both these guys to shine. Take about like maybe half an hour to 45 minutes and we'll see MJF. And I'm going to say there's going to be a swerve at the end where, you know, the firm will try to um, distract Max and eventually uh, we'll see, we'll maybe see um, Stokely give the uh, ring to to MJF and he will knock Moxley out and we'll see that and with, with the referee's back turn and we'll see him finally get uh, the AW World Championship. So I do see I do see a big swerve here to be honest. Okay, so you're saying the devil's going to show his true colors here in the main event and I do believe the firm's going to be involved. I'm hoping they keep it to a bare minimum. I kind of got a feeling that maybe they'll tease William Regal switching sides during this match and maybe Regal causes Moxley the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could be a possibility there too. Uh, as we've seen, you know, Regal been, ha- uh, been talking to MJF, had that tremendous promo a couple weeks ago uh, and telling, and then with Regal telling MJF, uh, you still got a lot to learn. So this could be, this could be uh, one opportunity that the Regal will uh, start to align himself uh, with MJF. And I do believe that MJF will be our world champion coming out of this pay-per-view. Just for the simple fact that Mosley was supposed to be on vacation before everything happened at the previous mm-hmm. pay-per-view. So I got a feeling that this is going to be the match where he puts his shine on MJF and he gets that well-deserved vacation. I agree with you. And hopefully this will be the time where the AEW World Championship will will not turn hands uh, every, you know, oh, you know, every pay-per-view. At least, at least have Max have a lengthy title run. I mean, with some unfortunate circumstances over the, the past couple pay per views, uh, you know, with CM Punk uh, winning against Mox and then having the title stripped from him. Uh, so, and you know, having that weird, that weird um, situation a couple of weeks before All Out, where you put the title on Mox, then you put the title back on Punk, and so, and I, we still don't understand like why, why the booking was. Uh, that was the booking right there so hopefully this will be the chance for you know mjf to at least have some time with the title exactly and jake that's going to wrap up our aew preview of full gear i do believe you should go out and order the show i think it'll be well worth your money what do you say jake absolutely i'm going to i'm actually going to an amc theater um, just near uh, near where I live because uh, they're showing they're showing AEW pay per views. So I'm um, gonna go I'm, uh, w- and I'm gonna be surrounded with some with fans as well. So that and hey, for those of you who are listening, if you haven't tried uh, the movie theater experience for wrestling pay per views, definitely recommend it. Well, when we reconvene here in two weeks, we'll have to ask you about your experience in the theater watching Full Gear, ladies and gentlemen. We are taking a week break coming up next week because it's Thanksgiving week. We're going to spend some time with our family. We'll be back in two weeks with Ready Free Professional Wrestling. Hopefully having David back. David is dealing with some health situations at this time. If you will send some well wishes to David, that would be much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yep, ditto. Uh, shout out to, to you, David. We love you. Um, and uh, hopefully you'll be back bigger and better. Uh, because we're looking forward to we always looking for we always look forward to hearing your hot takes in the world of professional wrestling so hope you get better get some uh well you you have 
hope you get some well-deserved rest and uh, we look forward to having you back on the show sooner rather than later and ladies and gentlemen have a happy thanksgiving and as we as well as you jake have a happy thanksgiving we'll see you in two weeks here on radio free professor wrestling until then jake stay stunning you as well stay stunning gobble 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 happy thanksgiving folks (laughs) this is sergeant arms of christina on behalf of the guys Thanks for listening to today's show. Please head over to Apple Podcast and leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next time, the liberation continues.